there! Welcome to episode 98 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Couch co-op video games done right have always been a tough formula to crack. For many, few companies were ever able to do it better than Konami, and their legendary offerings on the NES still work just as well today as they did in the 80s and 90s. And this game in particular is a legend for a reason. Grab those floating letters with wings, because tonight we listen to the music of Contra for the Nintendo Entertainment System. How you doing, Matt? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm uh, I'm all right. We're uh, we're we're inching ever closer to episode 100 and the Waveback Awards. I know it's it's exciting times around here. Yeah, there's a lot going on with a uh, with Waveback. I'm on a little bit of a, a Waveback Overplay hiatus. I finished mm-hmm. off the three that I was working on, uh, and I was like, well, that was a lot, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a little break. I have a couple of one-shots ready to throw up on the YouTube page uh, uh, in the interim, but this month is just so completely bonkers between this hitting 100, Stone Age Gamers hitting 300, um, this week's episode is hitting 200, like, and work's just crazy. I've got a lot going on this month, so... Cutting uh, overplay out of my schedule for a few weeks is going to be a nice, nice little reprieve. But I've got a couple of fun ones in the works. Hopefully, I can figure out. Outside of that, man, it's a, uh, it's just busy, but busy, but good. Busy is good. Yeah, busy is good. Keeping, keeping myself entertained. <laughs> <sighs> That's the most important part. <laughs> Absolutely. Keeping myself company, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, when when trying to figure out what to do, we we had right. What do you do to lead up to episode one hundred? Right, you want it to be something special, and uh, we were trying to figure out what we what was you know big enough to cover that wouldn't overshadow what we're doing for one hundred, which isn't going to be like earth shattering, but we're going to think it's fun, but also like not just some bland random stuff. You know, not that anything we do is bland, but. <laughs> No, you just don't want throwaways, though. I exactly. Because um, sometimes throwaway episodes are good. Sometimes they wind up being some of the best. But, also uh, true. I, we, we, we looked down the list, and like, you know what? Contra. We haven't done any Contra on this show before. Classic Konami Contra. The, the real business. And uh, this, this seemed like as good a time as ever to do it. So, I don't Here know. Here we are. Here we are. Are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. Matt, hit us with some history. Contra was originally released in the arcades in 1987, but the NES game we all know and love was released in February of 1988 here in the United States. The game stars Bill and Lance, a pair of shirtless commandos, running and jumping through a variety of locations to defeat an evil alien menace. It's a very highly regarded action game in its own right, but its local two-player co-op put it on the map as well as the use of the Konami code, which in this game awards the player's 30 lives when entered correctly. Contra for the NES was more than a simple arcade conversion to the NES. Konami took the limitations and the functionality of the NES into consideration when porting the game, restructuring the stages, rebalancing the difficulty, and generally making the whole thing look and play like a dream. Unfortunately, it went largely unplayable on modern consoles for many years, with Konami for some reason never bothering to port it to anything like Nintendo's Virtual Console service, where instead they frequently re-released the game's sequel, Super C. However, that all came to an end last year with the release of a Contra Anniversary Collection, 
So now this classic run and gun is once again available to all. I tell you, that was a really weird thing because for the longest time, there was the NES cart. Then the NES Contra got ported to a a completely obscure PC release of uh, the Contra and Castlevania collection, and it was just Contra and Castlevania, <laughs> which was okay. Like on uh, the same in the same package. Yeah, in the same package, just Contra and Castlevania. I don't think they had any of the sequels. I think it was just those two. Uh, <laughs> and then there was. An emulated version of it that you could unlock in the absolutely wonderful Contra 4 for DS. But that was it. And the rumor rumor has it that the reason that that and like Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, uh, and and other such games never got put into virtual consoles or anything was because there was like a memo sent to Konami, like, hey, here's all your games. Which ones do you want us to do? And like they just, they just forgot to check those boxes or something. Like it was this complete <laughs> random oversight from Konami. Like they were just too busy counting their pachinko money and be like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, do 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 what you're gonna do." When they just oh didn't God. tick those boxes. That's the rumor, anyway. That's what I had heard. <laughs> that's if that's true. That's yeah. funny. That's that's one of the greatest like, uh, you know, oversights. Seriously. Anyway, back to history. This game's music was composed by Hidenori Maizawa? Sure. And Kiyohiro Sada. Maizawa has had a pretty wacky career, having worked on some pretty varied soundtracks, including Top Gun 2, The Second Mission, Lethal Enforcers, and even Tatsunoko vs. Capcom Ultimate All-Stars. As for Sada, he worked on some great recent underappreciated titles like Harmonite on 3DS and Kororimpa for Wii, but also is credited on stuff like Summon- the Summonite series, Resident Evil Code Veronica X, and even the underrated soundtrack-wise, Blades of Steel for NES. <laughs> Blades of Steel has a killer soundtrack. Both of these comp- composers spent a bunch of time with Konami in the 80s and 90s, which makes sense as Konami's NES soundtracks had a very particular feel and quality about them. And that classic Konami goodness is on full display in tonight's game. So let's get to work. Yes. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the original creator of the Konami code, Kazuhisa, uh, sorry, yeah, Kazu- yep. Kazuhisa Hashimoto, passed away last week, uh, so we are dedicating this episode to his memory. Creator of the Konami code. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Uh, that's a big one. Deftones. The band Deftones have a song that is just the up arrows, the down arrows, the left arrows, the right arrows, the A. Start. It's a pretty legendary part of a uh, video game history. That code, you know, it it really is. Yeah, most people know it as the con, like, or at least knew it as the Contra code before it right. became more. You know, no, it's the Konami code. It works in several of their games. But anyway, Matt, uh, why don't you yes. talk about your personal history of Contra? Oh my god! Um, I think the very first time I played it, I have an older cousin who, um, had, when we were kids. I just thought he was like the coolest dude ever, <laughs> but um, he had a Nintendo uh, long before I did. I think the first time I played Contra was at his house. Um, I just, I don't know. I think I was maybe a little too young to kind of appreciate it at the time, but like, you know, as you get older and you, you play it again and again, it, it's definitely something that like, it's it's absolutely iconic. There's no question about it. Um. It's a hard game. Man, is it hard. But I've I've beaten it, you know, obviously using the Konami code. There's no way I think I, I even as a grown adult, I think I don't think there's a way I could do it without it. Um 
Uh, interesting tidbit, actually. Um, I I recently pulled out my old band's um, CD because uh, I got a new phone and I wanted to put the music on my phone so I could listen to it. And uh, while ripping it, I was looking through our liner notes and I found that <laughs> that we thanked a lot of really random people, uh, both you know like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and Kevin Sorbo. But we also <laughs> <laughs> we we were those guys. We also thanked um, the two guys from this game. Uh, what were their names again? Now I forgot. Bill Lance and, and Bill, Bill yeah. Riser and Lance Bean. Yep, we, we we thanked them as Lance and Bill. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, we were we were those guys. But but Contra's like I don't know. I feel like Contra's one of those games that I'll always kind of go back to. If like I'm just like, hey, I'm feeling kind of nostalgic and all. It's one of the first things I always think of, and I, I just throw it on. And I'll you know I'll play the heck out of it until I get frustrated because I still haven't gotten off a of level one or whatever. <laughs> so. Well, let's see. I think I played this at my neighbor's house first, and I was immediately impressed with it because of um, the music and the just the oh, you just run and shoot, huh? Like everything, and it was <laughs> absurdly difficult right off the bat. I loved that the weird little football-shaped things fly through the sky, and you get the yes. spread gun. Like once I got oh, the spread yeah. gun, I was like, "This is this game rules, man! This is so awesome." <laughs> crossing the bridges and they explode and it was just so cool but it wasn't until uh he showed me the 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 konami code that i was really impressed with like okay now we can actually beat this thing because we've got 30 lives and eventually i got the game for myself and kept working at it until i could get through the whole game with just the original three lives and uh it's less hard than you'd think really yeah because as i feel like as you get, go through this game enough times, it it's way easier than something like Ninja Gaiden or Ghosts and Goblins, like because it it just becomes this very pattern recognition thing. And like, okay, it's not that hard to determine. Like, okay, this guy's gonna Fair. show up here. This guy's gonna show up here. And you know, some of the platforming stuff at the end can get pretty difficult. But it's it's very patterny, and it's not as hard as it, 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 it not as hard as it actually seems. As long as you can, you know, as long as you rock the reflexes and kind of figure out what it is you're supposed to do regardless it is still it's such a fun game it's such a absolute killer classic and uh it was real fun replaying it earlier this year on um switch with the uh, the, the contra collection because uh I, I had been missing this particular brand of contra for quite a long time uh you know outside of playing it here and there on like my everdrive but uh playing it on the switch and hd on my tv was really 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 nice and i've always loved this game and i've always loved super contra contra through the alien wars um past that i didn't love a lot of contra games um you know i didn't love contra hardcore for genesis i know some people think i'm nuts for that but i really put some time into it at the pain in the ass thought last year i just wasn't having fun man <laughs> i just didn't think that game was well well put together but i know i'm i know folks think i'm crazy for that one um Contra Advance was really cool. Contra 4 blew me away, man. Contra 4 for DS is so good. It's way forward doing a Contra game, and they just absolutely nailed it. But it's such a DS game. It's like, I don't know how you port that to a television properly, because it's you play it on both screens at all times. Mm. So it's like, yikes. <laughs> 
But uh, anyway, this original NES Contra is really, really where it's at. And uh, that's what we're focusing on. So let's listen to some music. The first song we're going to listen to tonight is uh, not a song that a lot of folks have heard, I don't think. That's, you know, before this anniversary collection. And even then, if you're crazy, uh, like you probably only heard this if you're crazy enough to jump into the Famicom version. Because the Famicom version of uh, Contra is ever so slightly different from the NES version. The Famicom version has a couple of cutscenes in it, and it also has this little uh, this little piece of intro music. It's not very long, but it's a uh, it's very Konami, and it is very much here. So let's give it a listen. Here is intro from the Famicom version of Contra. mysterious intro music for Contra. <laughs> Not an extraordinarily mysterious game, um, but it, it works in the, uh, you know, you can just picture it, you know, the still shots of uh, classic NES graphics storytelling, you know. Mm-hmm. It's this intro cinematic music if there ever was some, so. Ta-da. I guess I don't really have much to say about it. I don't think there's much to say. I, I think I, I liked it, though. I, I think Konami definitely has, um, some of the best music. Oh, the silver label Konami games for NES? <laughs> Out of this world. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and this like this would have just fit right right at home in a, in a Castlevania game too. But oh, absolutely. Uh, it's there's not we're not going to listen to a bad song tonight, man. <laughs> there's, there's oh, those are my favorite episodes. Nothing. There's nothing but killer killer music here. Like just great classic stuff. So I don't know, I'm, man. I'm going to shut up. That was nice and all, but now let's get to the real business. Let's get to <laughs> Falling Out of the Sky into the Jungle. Stage one, Jungle Stage. I don't know what to say about it other than this is some of the best. You know, we, we have a great appreciation for level one music on this yep. podcast. Absolutely. This is one of the best. One of the absolute best. I'll this agree. one's all freaking time. So let's I'll listen agree. to it. Here's Jungle from Contra. Enjoy.
Yes, that was the stage <laughs> one jungle music from Contra. And so I have to I have to throw this out there that this is this particular version of the soundtrack that we're listening to, I don't know how well this is coming through on the actual final one that you guys are listening to on whatever podcatcher you're on. I'm pretty sure that the rip that I have here is from the official uh, release of the soundtrack from a, a, a year or two ago. They released this soundtrack officially on vinyl, and it is, it's in stereo. Like, the bass is coming out of the left speaker, the, the, the main melody is coming out of the right speaker. Like, it is, it's divvied up in stereo, which was not something that the NES did. You know, the, the NES was, was mono. So it's pretty interesting hearing the songs like this, because I haven't listened to this particular version of the soundtrack personally much at all. Uh, I, I found this pretty recently to kind of fill out the ones that I had before. And um, it's really interesting hearing hearing them split up like this, because you can really hear the individual instruments. And like, there's that one, I, I just I have absolutely no idea how to explain it, but that one instrument that's such a very Konami NES sound. It's like almost, it's very smooth, but also just vaguely crunchy. And it makes me think of, particularly makes me think of Stinger, um, one of my favorite silver label NES Contra games, NES Konami games. Uh, it just reminds me a lot of that. Um, but outside of being able to hear those instruments in such clarity, like really just listen to the way this, this song comes together, how complex the bass line is and how it matches exactly what the melody is when it needs to almost work as like a, its own harmonies but then also branches off into its own thing and all these really subtle little extra bass notes in there that make it seem so much more natural and full I, this is, it's, it's, it's damn masterpiece man it's just so good <laughs> it is it's one of the best just one of the best I think for me, it's it's up there as absolutely one of the most classic, and, and again, the, the game itself is iconic, the track itself is iconic. All I kept seeing in my head was like, you know, like you said, the bridges uh, blowing up behind you, dropping in, the floating S, you know, all those things. But my favorite bit of anime, my, my all-time favorite bit from this game is the animation when you die, you backflip yeah. over. And, <laughs> and that weird out. noise. <laughs> Absolutely. Strange sound effect. But yeah, I. Uh, this is this is to me this is classic uh, Konami music. Um, just like this is like the almost the top of the mountain. You know right. I mean? Like this seriously sits right up there next to the Castlevania soundtrack. And honestly, most of their silver silver label uh, Konami NES games are really right up there. Like. We did Stinger on this show, and you heard me just absolute gush about that game soundtrack. I freaking love that game's music, and this is amazing. And I just said before, Blades of Steel absolutely rules. That soundtrack rules. Castlevania one, two, and three, Contra, Super Contra, like they're just they did not screw around when it came to music on the NES. <laughs> Konami just really knew what the hell they were doing, man. No, I mean it shows, or it sounds. <laughs> it, it, it comes through? Uh, Let's go with that one. It certainly does something. It is apparent. <laughs> it, it, I like that. It is apparent. <laughs> awesome. Hey, I'm apparent. <laughs> hey, how about that? <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Uh, I don't know. Does it get any better from here? Do, I, you know what? Maybe we should close up shop. I, it's, it's hard to say because there's still so much good music. Like, 
there's some cases to be made for stuff like Waterfall, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's some good music. So let's keep it going. So the, these are... Uh, the bass theme. All right, the next one we're talking about is the bass theme. You know those weird, like, over-the-shoulder stages? I liked a lot of those. It was, I liked I, them, too, but there's... I think it was the first time I ever encountered um, something would eventually become, like, first-person shooter. Yeah, I mean, they, they were kind of 3D-ish, and, you know, having never played the arcade game way back when, like... Nor I. I didn't really understand what they were really going for like it just seemed like such a weird thing but they're really fun they're really good stages like i i dig the hell out of them but there's no getting around the fact that they're freaking weird <laughs> like see you blow up the wall because there's just this thing on the wall that if you shoot it it blows up like why is okay. that there where are we <laughs> and why are there these explosives on the walls all the, like we didn't put them there they're just part of the base. I have so many questions. <laughs> where are the doors? Like, where are these? They, they come from. The bad guys like come from the side, and some of them are just hopping. There's like boing, boing, boing. Like, what's going on? Why is there this? Like, there's this electrical barrier in the way, um, so you can't walk forward, but you can shoot through the barrier. None of this makes any sense. It's nope. so weird. But nope. uh, they're 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 killer, and the music is pretty great too. So here is. Base theme, enjoy. just gonna say yes to everything <laughs> i love all this music so freaking much 
It's, I mean, that's another great one. It's like, so good. <laughs> it's so good. You know, it's, it's for me, what's very impressive about it, I can't think of the last time I played Contra, but the minute I hear the music, I immediately get brought right back to that level or that part, and I'm like, like I played it yesterday, or I'm playing it right at the moment. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy how ingrained some of this stuff is in like in the recesses of my brain. Yeah, it's it does immediately invokes like that stage. Not just like you don't just recognize this from Contra. You recognize this from those weird behind the you know behind the backstages. Like right, it's just, it's so immediately placeable and mm, 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 mm. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's delicious. I want more of it. I mean, fortunately, there is more of it. <laughs> How about that? Ah, good times. So, uh, I mean, really, I don't know what else to say about it other than I love it. Like, I, I, I can't. I don't even know what to deep dive into this, right? Like, it's just. I mean, I, I feel like you'll be overthinking it. Yeah. So let's not overthink it. I let's like just, it. Let's just move on to the base boss. We also love boss music on this podcast. We do. And this is some classic boss music right it the heck is. here. Good stuff. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Here's boss music from Contra. Yes, yes, so good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. first off, you made your boss music a freaking waltz. All right, so uh, Godspeed, well done. <laughs> but oh my god, like every everything about that that bass line is just it's it's insanity, right? It's just like it seems if you're not listening too closely to it, then it's just like. But it's not. Every like couple of notes, they throw in a couple of weird little, just just a couple of little other notes to give it this whole extra layer of texture because it's not as simple as it seems. But as a drummer, how much they paid attention to effective percussion in this freaking NES game with that noise channel, especially when you got to the you know when it gets all fast like that, like it's just. Five snare hit, five snare hits, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, over and over again. And it is so freaking effective. It's so energizing. And it's so. It's a freaking Nintendo game, but like. <laughs> right? We're, we're looking at a, a, an early Nintendo game. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not Black Box NES early, but this game was. This is 87, right? 
Sorry, sorry, 1988. 88, yeah. Right? This is 1988. We haven't even hit the 90s yet, and music this complex is coming out of an NES. You know, like we've already, we've already heard it in Castlevania and whatnot. Like, this isn't all that new, but at the same time, like, geez, <laughs> this is not your simple little ditties that you kind of associate with video game music. You know, anyone listening to this, you have to appreciate just how amazingly well-written this music is. And with such care. Absolutely. It's, um, yeah, like you said, they're, they're not just like these little chintzy loops that you're just like, eh, background music or whatever. Like, no, these things hit hard. And I think for this particular track, one of my absolute favorite parts is that it has the um, intensity of a boss fight where it's like, oh, boss, big, bad, and it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds and then it like, it hits it and then it builds a little bit more and then it somehow comes right back around again and like, you get that moment of reprieve and then it builds and it builds and it builds and it it just keeps doing that. Mm -hmm. And like, absolutely one of my favorite parts of that whole piece of music is just like, that loop that's just drums, right? It right. just gives you that, like, da, 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 and then right back into it. And it's yeah. ooh, so, good. so good. So good. So, so good. good. <laughs> Out of control good. <laughs> ah, all right. I don't think it's slowing down, man. I, I don't I think hope it is. Not. I hope not. So let's go to Waterfall. This is another This is another favorite. Some folks consider this one of the best uh, Contra tracks, and I don't know that I'd argue with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Waterfall stage in general is like, Man, because <laughs> that was the first stage that you could really good and proper kill your your co op friend, right? Yeah, just jump too high and like, oh, they reached the bottom of the screen. I guess they're oh, dead. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't jump. Oh, I'm not there yet. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times that's happened. This stage was brutal in co op, but yeah, you know, you get you get to that one little area where the little flames are going back and forth on the bridge, and only one invincibility token shows up, like. All right, you take it. I can make this jump. <laughs> I guess one of us is not making it out of here alive. Oh, man. Good, good, good memories. Yeah? Because when you finally really nail it in, in multiplayer, like when you get somebody that's really on the same page and you're working together, you just feel like you, you feel so good. You're just working together. Oh, like, I'll take the left side, you take the right, you get across here. It's Oh, it's so good. All right, let's give it a listen. This is Waterfall, one of my favorites. Uh, enjoy.
you got to appreciate the unmitigated boldness to put that much silence in the middle of an action game stage yep. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just stops. And, like, very on purpose. Like, not in a bad way. It's a, it is the right move to do in this piece of music to just cut everything out. Except for, like... It's amazing. Like, you just don't get that kind of dropout, right? Because who's doing that? Who's doing that in the middle of, of, a, of stage music? You're like, no, you got to keep... You got to keep the player's attention, right? You got to keep it going. Like the 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 gall to just be like, no, we're doing a dropout, middle of the song. Doesn't matter what you're doing or what you're blowing up, what you're concentrating on, how many times you kill your killed your friends on this damn waterfall. <laughs> we're dropping out to come back. We're to come back even harder. Games, it's level. Level music is genius. It's genius. Like I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Oh, I, I hate that feeling when you're listening to something. You're just like, <laughs> like how dare you be this a... good? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm angry. It's something that actually makes me happy. What the hell? It's so ah, uh, it's, it's stupid good, and it ah, uh, mm. I don't know what the, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm out of words. You really are. Or play Contra. <laughs> Stop. I'm just gonna play Contra. I mean, I say we just shut it down. We go play Contra, right? You have the you have the anniversary collection. We can play online together. It'd be great. I don't, but I think I will. <laughs> Download it now. Let's play. Yeah, right. I don't even have my Switch with me. Um, well, to 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 uh, kind of take on what you're saying about the the kind of drop out there. Like again, it's these the use of dynamic. Like dynamic's so important in just music in general. Because like you know, you could just mash away on something until the end of the track, and it's like oh, okay. But dynamic does so much more for it. Like in this case, it builds some kind of I don't know anticipation for what's next, or like it gives the audience um, an idea that something bigger is coming. Or you know, like because in in audio school, when doing sound for film, one of the tricks they taught us and that, you know, the major studios use is, like, when there's an explosion, see if you can do this the next time you watch a movie. Uh, How to Ruin a Movie 101 with Matt Ramo. Um, <laughs> if you're uh, if you're watching, like, an action film and there's a giant explosion, there is approximately one second of silence before that explosion to make that explosion seem louder and bigger. And so I feel like maybe unbeknownst to them that's kind of what they did here too with that bit of silence not silence but just cut away everything to just have you know that little bit and then just kind of wallop it back in yeah but yeah again another great track again it brings back the waterfall I see it in my head oh man and you gotta just also appreciate the drums and the bass again just really really smart drums uh that the everything about the percussion in this is is really spot on it does everything it needs to do to drive the music forward mm-hmm. uh and and the bass you know starting off like you know how i feel about especially in old AO, nes and Game Boy stuff really high basses yeah and this this starts off with that and it kicks it off so good so good hmm. all right let's keep it keep it keep it going all right so now we're in the snow field Right, we left the waterfall. Now we're in the snowfield. Right, is that the that what's the name of this track? Yeah, snowfield. Let's call it that. Uh, 
<laughs> I was just decided said before I was doing the Ninja Gaiden overplay, and remember when we did the Ninja Gaiden on, Ninja Gaiden on this show, and it's like, boy, these track names are really something, right? <laughs> they were all like, uh, you know, determination, a tear falls from the shadows, or something like that. There's all these weird stuff, and then this one, they're just like waterfall. <laughs> okay, no, it's it's cool. You don't need you don't need fancy names. Snowfield, do it. Uh, so here's Snowfield. <laughs> It's the music from the Snowfield stage. Thank you for keeping it simple, Contra. <laughs> Here we go. Enjoy. You know, even songs that you would consider weaker songs are still badass. Mm. Yeah, uh, I never, uh, not never, but I, I didn't get to the stage all that often. Um, obviously, because I've always felt the game was ridiculously like unparalleled hard. But then again, you know, I was also young too. But you're right. I, I know what you're saying because like all those other tracks, like really intense and like driving, and this one's. Not so much. This one I feel has more suspense to it. That is suspenseful to me. Um, I certainly feel like, as I was talking about before, this idea of well, what's next, what's coming next. I feel like this certainly plays with that idea as well. Uh, no, it's 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 quite good. It's far more repetitive than all the other songs, and it doesn't have as much to it. Uh, right, like it just—it doesn't have like a super really interesting loop or anything like that. But it's—it's it's very effective for the stage that it's in. Like, it's this snow stage, and you're—you're you're right back to this. Uh, okay, there's snow, but it's not slippery. Thank goodness for that. Oh no, the trees are hurling bombs at me. <laughs> <laughs> there's bombs everywhere, and it's—they're coming out an arc. I don't know where they're gonna land. There's dudes all over the place. There's stuff popping out of the ground. Like it's—I don't know. It's—it's it's almost like a an alarm thing it's it's weird oh i could yeah i could see that yeah like you can tell that you're past the halfway point which you are there's not a lot of game left after snowfield uh and, and it really 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 works for its place in the game it's a killer but you know what else is a killer the energy zone that's where we're <laughs> heading next the good old energy zone with all those flaming things that uh the energy zone this stage is hard. I know I said before, it's one of those, you know, you memorize it enough and it's not so bad. Energy Zone is always a pain in the butt. That stage is like, because you just got these big spiked walls and all the little things coming down from the ceiling at you. And 
the little exploding minecart. Uh, it's, it's brutal. <laughs> Tough stage. Good song. Let's give it a listen. Here's Energy Zone. Enjoy. another relatively short uh song all things considered you know compared to the other stuff we've been listening to but uh it really brings it man it is yeah it's it's a smaller loop um than some of the stuff that we've already done but i really what i really appreciate the most about this particular track is when it starts and i do this a lot with music like and i feel like a lot of other people do too like when they hear the track for the first time or it's been a long time or something they immediately try to discover the beat within like the first beat They're like oh i know exactly how this is and i did that with this and then the beat hit like it it got its rhythm so to speak or it got its footing or whatever and i was like oh and then it was just to me it was just pushing like i was like wow all right yeah this is yeah, I remember this one now. Okay, this is cool. Like, a lot of these tracks are keeping in kind of pace with, you know, like run and gun and like, you know, this uh, accompaniment to just keeping moving forward and, and, and that. It's, um, it, it definitely is emblematic of the kind of stage that, is, that it is because you, know, you can't just keep moving forward because if you just keep moving forward, a spiked wall is going to show up and you're dead. Like right. you, it's very stilted, and with there being so much, so many staccato notes in the track, it really kind of lends to how stilted the gameplay has to be. It's almost like a Sonic the Hedgehog stage, where it's like you want to go fast, but if you do, you're gonna die. Like you have mm-hmm. to stop and do the platforming. You have to wait for those those uh, leaky pipes that are shooting fire rhythmically across the stage for some reason. Like you have to wait for that thing to end before you move forward. Otherwise, you're toast. Uh, it's another example of just a song being completely perfect for its situation. I, you know, just as a as a gamer, those stages drive me up the wall when I can't just like <laughs> power through them or something. You know, oh god, why is the rhythm off? Oh, I get all like <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> I had a lot of that. Not a lot. Of that. I had some of that with um, Chasm and, and some other games. And, and you know, I get it. It's stage design. Be patient, dumb dumb. <laughs> Me, I'm the dumb dumb. Just, just in case anyone didn't know. No, I knew. Hey, you're sweet like a dumb dumb lollipop. Oh, root beer's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this is a it's a short soundtrack, so we're already here at the end. Oh man. Uh, here's the aliens' lair, the last stage of the game, uh, where you have to just fight through a whole lot of pink. And <laughs> creepy mouths and giant heads and eventually a uh, big beating heart. This uh, is, you know, out of context. 
everything you just said <laughs> kind of sounds like a great Friday night. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> let's give it a listen. Here's Alien's Lair. Enjoy. thought you were going to get regular time signatures in the aliens lair <laughs> guess what sucker we're all over the map here <laughs> is it three four is it four four is it six eight who knows it's all over the freaking map and it's great i love how complicated this song is because you're just like all right well here we are we're in the aliens lair and it starts off like dun, 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 like really simple like okay so we're in the aliens lair this is clearly the last stage this is just going to be all mean and doom and imposing. And then it's just like, yeah, how about some experimental stuff for you? Let's just get <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Let's just go completely bananas. So, like, I, this is this is such a Konami move. And I never really pieced together. Like, this is the first place that I ever really experienced this. Where um, when we did... Uh, I can't even remember what episode we did it for, but when I, I was completely losing my mind over uh, probably my favorite boss music ever, Rocket Knight Adventures for Genesis, right? Mm -hmm. That boss stage music completely kills me. It's another Konami game, right? And it's, it is so effective because every now and then it just completely throws the time signature off mm -hmm. because you're it's all about maintaining that rhythm. Like, it's maintaining your heartbeat, your rhythm through something that is tough as nails, white knuckle... I gotta get through this. This is really difficult. I gotta do this exactly right, because one screw-up and it's game over, and I'm all the way at the end of the freaking game. And the fact that the music is adding to that anxiety by not being something that you can just tap your toes to. Because you can't. You cannot keep that rhythm in your head if you're concentrating on all the rest of that stuff, because the rhythm is, is bananas in this. It's just... It's not something that is easy to follow, especially because it keeps changing back and forth. Um... You've, you've, as soon as you think you've got the rhythm, then it just goes into a standard 4-4, like... Then it goes right back to, whatever the heck I'm doing, because it's just nuts. <laughs> and it, it just, anytime you feel like you're getting your bearings musically while you're playing the stage, you aren't. And it's constantly throwing you curveballs. And it's this wonderful, subtly, uh, subtle, uh, just kind of subliminal way of keeping you off balance while you're trying to get through this stage it's freaking genius man yeah i mean uh you know chaos by design really yeah uh you know like you said like every pretty much everything you just said final stage like this is the big bad like we're here uh you know 
the game itself wasn't a cakewalk, why would we let you get off that easy at the final stage? Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. That's no, why we would. Not. We're not going to do it. <laughs> and not only, <laughs> like you said, not only are we not going to let you get off easy, we're going to take it a step further and we're going to discombobulate you just because we can. Like, you had a hard time. You thought you had a hard time before, I should say. Yeah. No. This <laughs> we're going out get, with a bang here. Wait till they get a load of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, excellent. Just fantastic. Like, once again, Konami just brushes it like they always do. You know, it's it's almost unfair to some other people. Just <laughs> It is. And then you think, I mean, yeah, you're thinking about, like, uh, you know, the, the kind of schlock that super pitfall or something like Activision was <laughs> dropping on there like there's some there's some really low tier stuff going on but then you're thinking like oh man Capcom is, is hitting us with stuff like Mega Man 2 and even you know what Nintendo's doing with their you know Mario games and whatnot there's there's so much uh, so much good going on and but Konami was really right up there at the re- just just chilling at the top of the mountain with the rest of the big boys that's absolutely true. Fantastic stuff. So, uh, yeah, this was a big, uh, big old bucket of win. Hell yeah! I'm very, very happy that this episode uh, is, is what we did. This is a good 98. Well done. Go, go us. Yeah. Go team. Right. Yeah. Uh, if I may, just add something. Uh, you, you had may. mentioned uh, at the at the first track that you had gotten your music from the uh, vinyl, the, the official soundtrack releases. If anyone is interested in purchasing that vinyl it's still available through mondo mm-hmm. uh, mondotees.com i tell you the vinyls itself are really cool they're like splatter painted the artwork inside is great i was actually really like looking at it going mm, yeah i buy put it. some thought into it yeah. uh, it's actually it's on amazon too uh, yeah you can you can get it there as well um yeah. it it all depends on you know where you want to go and get it but they're they're oh, out there they're available i saw some on ebay um yep and there's other other great games too. They have like the entire Castlevania series, mm-hmm. uh, Metal Gear. But anyway, if you're if you're inclined, it's there for you. It certainly is. There will be a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's that's gonna be it. That's gonna do it for us this week. That is our show. Join us next week for our 99th episode. Oh, it's so close. We're so close to 100. So what do we do, right? What do we do for 99? I don't know, dude. What are we doing? Well, we put some thought into it. We did? What's coming out in the middle of March, right? What's what's happening mid-March? St. Patrick's Day. A big franchise that we have not touched. We'll be talking about Animal Crossing. Yeah! <laughs> We're going to be talking about the original Animal Crossing for Nintendo GameCube. Yes, I know there was a Japanese N64 game before it, so it's not technically the original Animal Crossing. But as far as U.S. audiences are concerned, <laughs> that was the first U.S. Animal Crossing. And I think it was kind of just a port of the 64DD Animal Crossing or whatever. Regardless, Animal Crossing for Nintendo GameCube is going to be our focus next time. I will be throat deep in all <laughs> things Animal Crossing. <laughs> March twenty March twentieth is going to be a day for me. Uh, I'm I, I'm excited honestly for the for the Switch version. Oh, me too. I was kind of concerned about it for a little bit there, and then they had that that Nintendo Direct a week or so ago that just calmed all my feels f- fears. I went r- right home and pre-ordered it. Uh, it's it's already downloaded on my Switch. I'm just ready for them to say, okay, you can play it now. I am the instant I can. It's going on. 
and I'm recreating my town of East Todd. <laughs> it's been the name of my Animal Crossing villages since the, the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, there's a lot of music in this game, so picking, uh, narrowing down the tracks I think is going to be a lot of fun, because it's been a long time since I've put any real thought into the GameCube version outside of its title screen. But uh, I, I came across that soundtrack not that long ago, and as soon as I hit the title screen, I was like, hit with this unbelievable wave of nostalgia, because I lived in... I lived in this game, man. It was great. Oh, boy, it's going to be a fun one. Anyway. You should definitely tune into the next episode, because I'm going to ask, why East Todd? Well, because... Uh, No. Save it. (laughs) Fair enough. I'll save it. Save it. (laughs) As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today, and you can do so on the Waveback forum page over on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook and you'll find out more information on our next games as well as a nice convenient place to talk about them. And you can also go to, uh, to our um, Geekade... What is it? Discord. That's it. That's the word That's I was looking for. We have a really nice little Discord thing going on for the Waveback channel over on the Geekade Discord. So uh, hop in there, have a chat with us. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should total fo- totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. So we're going to leave you with, uh, as one would expect, the ending music. Because uh, it's the end of the episode. We like leaving with ending music. This is a, a, a jaunty little tune. It's definitely a... <laughs> far happier than anything else we've listened to tonight because it's the ending music it's the ending of an 80s action movie right yep now give yourself a high five you uh you made it out alive you defeated red falcon was it red falcon in the first game i I don't even remember it doesn't matter it's contra man let's blow stuff up no we're gonna end this episode we're gonna go play some contra it's gonna be great uh so yeah we'll see you back here in a couple weeks for animal crossing Uh, enjoy the ending music to Contra and we'll see you next time.